Welcome to another episode of Built on Passion. I'm Drew, and today we're talking to Asher Cowan of Dr. Cowan's Garden. Dr. Cowan's Garden makes beyond organic vegetable powder and other high quality health foods. In this episode, we talk about what beyond organic means, how their vegetable powders are processed differently, and the logistics of working with small farms. Hey, Asher, thanks for taking the time to join me today. Andrew, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Well, to get started, tell me a little bit about Dr. Cowan's Garden. So Dr. Cowan's Garden, I would call us a health food company. Our first line of products was a line of vegetable powders. A good way to think of them is like a seasoning or a spice. Use it to cook with, add flavor, vegetables, and more importantly, vegetable diversity to just about anything that you're eating. We've developed other products in similar vein. I mean, it's all under the same philosophy of the best possible sourcing with proper processing. And so we can go a little bit more into, into details on the sourcing and processing, but that's essentially what we're about, making food the right way from the right sources. Can you tell me a little bit more about you and your background? Sure. So I came from the business world. I was a consultant and you know financial analyst and that kind of stuff. But my dad was a doctor. He was Dr. Cowan. He's the Dr. Cowan of Dr. Cowan's Garden. And he Natural medicine, alternative medicine, really focused on healthy eating, diet, nutrition in his practice. And he would, big thing that he found was the healthiest people used to eat a wide variety of vegetables. And he was always trying to get his patients to eat variety of vegetables. And it's very difficult. Most people, they eat onion rings and ketchup and maybe French fries, and that's their vegetables. But our big thing is helping people get vegetable diversity. And so he started a, a garden or he was part of a community garden where he was growing tons and tons of vegetables and had way more than what he could possibly eat. He then went to a restaurant and saw that they were seasoning their food with vegetable powders. And that's when the light bulb clicked. And he said, well, I can make powders out of my vegetables and sell them to my patients. And he told me th about the idea. And that's when we sort of got the idea to make it into something bigger. So we launched the website back in 2016, and we've been selling online and a little bit on Amazon ever since. And we've added additional products to support the vegetable powders. But it's really about getting the nutrition and vegetable diversity into your diet and making it very easy to do that. You kind of mentioned it a little bit there. So how did you guys get started? What was that process like? It started as as my dad actually literally growing all the vegetables himself. We rented a commercial kitchen near the garden and we're producing the vegetable powders all ourselves, all in-house, literally growing everything and processing everything. And that was back in 2016. We fairly quickly outgrew that space. We outgrew what he was able to grow on his own and what we were able to process. And so uh, now we source our vegetables from small, local, organic, and biodynamic farms. We say beyond organic, simplify. That's like our tagline. And what we mean by that is our farms are at the bare minimum USDA organic, but many of them go well above and beyond the uh, typical organic standards. They're using their composting material on their farm. They're using inputs that and fertilizers that they create on the farm rather than bringing outside inputs and outside fertilizers and everything like that onto the farm. So it creates this sort of closed ecosystem on the farm and it creates a more nutrient dense and a healthier plant. And that makes for a healthier product and therefore healthier person when you when you eat them. And so that's that's what we're all about. 
What's that process like now from like farm to final product? So we work directly with the farmers. And so we basically tell them our needs. Here's when we need 4,000 pounds of beets. Here's when we need the carrots. Here's when we need the kale and all that stuff. So we're sourcing directly from the farmers, which cuts out several middlemen, you know, distributors and whatnot. And then it goes directly to the processing facility. And so, so it's one truck ride from the farmer to the processing facility. And then once the processing facility is done with their part, part, it goes to the fulfillment center. So it's really only two steps in between the farmer and us when, when we're shipping out the products. But the real key is, in addition to the farms, is the way that it's processed. And I think I spoke briefly touched on this, but it's proper processing. And what that means is we get the vegetables to where they should be. So for example, a lot of people are eating these raw kale salads and there's not necessarily anything wrong with kale, but kale in raw form contains goitrogens and oxalates. Those can have detrimental health impacts. And so what we do is we blanch or steam the vegetables, getting them to where they should be eaten, and then sort of stopping the cooking process in time and then preserving that state in the powder form in the final product. Kale, for example, like I mentioned, oxalates and other things present in raw form, we cook that off. And the way you can tell is if you go and take a leaf of kale, it'll have this like dull green color and it'll, it'll taste a little bitter. But if you cook that in about for about 30 to 60 seconds in boiling water, you'll notice that the kale has a bright, vibrant green color and it actually tastes a little bit sweeter. And then if you drink the water, that it was cooked in, it's going to have like this bitter taste to it. And so that's what we've cooked off in the production process. And it's the same principle for all the vegetables that we're using. They're properly processed to the point where it becomes a better tasting product, but it's also the nutrients are more bioavailable. So you're better able to absorb the nutrients from the vegetables when you're eating them in this form, in other words, pre-cooked than if you were to eat them raw. And so that's what a lot of people get wrong, especially with, like with the raw kale salads or, or raw vegetables. It's actually in many cases, not all vegetables, but in many cases, the vegetables should be cooked prior to eating them. You don't eat raw butternut squash. You shouldn't eat raw kale. And there's many other examples of why it's better to cook vegetables as opposed to eating them raw. And so that's, that's our process. With that, tell me a little bit more about your veggie powders, because that sounds kind of interesting. I was at first when I saw them, I was thinking like this is just like a green smoothie kind of thing. But it sounds like it's a little bit more and different than that. People always that that's a common question that we get all the time is like, oh, so I put this in a smoothie and it's like, yeah, that that's one application for that. But there's many other applications for them. And like I said in the beginning, um, think of them as like a seasoning or a spice. So, for example, if you're making eggs add some leek powder or some threefold savory to your eggs and you've added like a leaky oniony flavor to your eggs but you have, you've also added vegetables same thing with beet powder you could use beet powder in a burger in pasta sauce or in yogurt or in some sort of baked dish to increase the nutritional value of whatever you're eating and also add some sweetness and when i'm feeding my children i have three children seven five and two i basically try to get anything they will eat i try to make it as healthy as possible so for example, if I'm making them pancakes for breakfast, in the pancake batter, I'll add several different powders like burdock powder and parsnip powder and beet powder. Those are all a little bit sweet and oftentimes they blend right into what I'm making. And so they, in many cases, don't even know that they're eating vegetables, that they're eating burdock root and beets. 
and carrots and other vegetables that I'm getting into their food. It's much more than an addition to a smoothie. It's a way to get extra nutrition into foods that you normally wouldn't have otherwise got the nutrition in. And you can get, it's much easier to get your kids to eat healthy if you adopt this mindset and, and make everything that they will eat into a better, healthier version of that thing. Yeah, you can put some vegetables in that Kraft mac and cheese that they want every day. That's one of our sort of case studies is people using our vegetable powders in their mac and cheese and other things that children, they can be picky, but just make what they will eat, make that into the best possible mac and cheese. So you could use organic cheese, organic pasta, and then adding additional things to that to make it a healthy, a healthy meal as opposed to the Kraft mac and cheese, which is barely even food. Little to no nutritional value. So yeah. you guys make this powder with from properly processed vegetables. And I believe I was looking on your site and it's about a serving of vegetables is in about a teaspoon or something like that or a tablespoon. Give or take. I mean, it, it sort of depends on the powder, you know, like leek powder, for example, is a little more light and fluffy. Beet powder is a little more dense. So it's roughly about a, a teaspoon of vegetables equals or a teaspoon of powder equals one serving of vegetables, right? So I guess in the processing, you're basically concentrating the vegetables into that powder. We're, we've essentially just removed the water. So we cooked it to a place where the nutrients are more bioavailable. So we've cooked it very briefly, but then dehydrated it on low heat to preserve the nutrient content. So we're just getting a little cooking in there to sort of break down the, the anti-nutrients, the goitrogens, the oxalates, getting rid of those as much as we can. And then in doing so, also making the nutrients more absorbable by the body and then stopping that state. And so you're just getting the concentrated form of the vegetable in a powder form. So it's easy to add to just about anything that you're eating. And I know you mentioned you have some other products. What else are you guys offering right now? So we have basically a butcher box type of pastured meat products. These are sourced from Polyface Farm. Polyface Farm, if you're not familiar, run by the Salatin family. Joel Salatin was the lead farmer in, in I think it was Food Inc. Um, he's shed a lot of light on the sort of bad nature of the food industry. And he's a pioneer in the regenerative agriculture space. So you can get meat sourced directly from his farm on our website. After that, we launched a, a ghee product. So it's a certified A2, A2 ghee. So if you're not familiar with A2, A2 refers to the protein in the cow and the, the breed of the cow. The A1 protein is what a lot of people with dairy sensitivities or if you're lactose intolerant, oftentimes it'll be because of the A1 protein from the, that breed of cow. We only source the milk and butter from certified A2, A2 grass-fed, pasture-raised cows, which is the healthier form of protein. And then that's the butter that is made into the ghee. And then we also have nuts and nut butters. So again, it's the same philosophy. It's the proper processing of high quality sourced nuts. So these are organic and beyond organic nuts, and they're soaked and sprouted before they're dehydrated and turned into the nut butters. The soaking and sprouting, it does a similar thing that the blanching process done with the vegetables. So it breaks it down so the nutrients are more bioavailable. It's a much healthier product when you have the soaked and sprouted nuts that go into the nuts and nut butters. And then most recently, it was a line of granola. 
it's the same exact uh, philosophy here. Best quality sourcing beyond organic farms. And then it's the soaking and sprouting process of the grains that breaks down the enzymes and allows your body to properly digest and absorb the nutrients from the oats in the granola. And it's the same exact principle, just with different methodologies for the grains versus nuts versus vegetables. So you can get everything you need there. How are you guys selling? Are you selling primarily online? Or are you available in stores too? Just about exclusively online. There's a few stores here and there and Amazon is a, a little bit, but just about everything or just about all our business comes from our website, drcowensgarden.com. And that's a conscious decision on our part. We're not looking to mass produce our products. All of our products are sort of small batch, hand processed. These are not this heavy machinery type of processing. This is small batch, hand done, small local businesses that we work with to process the, everything. And uh, it turns into the finest quality products. Do you have any new products that you're working on that you haven't released yet? Yeah, we're working on an Ashitaba tea. So for the longest time, Ashitaba was our best-selling vegetable powder. Ashitaba is a it's the only edible plant in the Angelica family. It has a whole host of nutritional and, and medicinal qualities, including anti-aging, anti-cancer, longevity. It's energy boosting. It has a whole host of medicinal properties. And it's traditionally consumed in a tea. And so we're working with a company that's uh, local to me to develop the flavors and to pack it into tea. And so it's something that we've worked on for a while, but we haven't had the source of Ashitaba or our Ashitaba sources. They haven't been able to grow enough in order to have the surplus beyond our vegetable powders. So I think this year is the first year that we'll be able to do that. And so we're really looking forward to hopefully launching two to three new flavors this year and then maybe another flavor or two next year. So going for four different flavors of Ashitaba tea and they'll sort of target specific conditions. So one of the things that it's great for is detoxification. So we'll pair that with other herbs and, and tea ingredients that are good with detox. That will be like your ultimate detox tea. We're going to use similar principles for the other flavors. What does it taste like? I would describe it as it tastes similar to celery leaf, if you're familiar with those. So celery, the celery leaves are a, a more bitter and stronger version of celery. That's the closest thing that Ashitaba tastes like to me. You guys are a family-run business, it seems like. I think I saw that your brother is working too, and is your dad involved as well still? Yep, family-owned, operated, everything. My brother, he's sort of the liaison between us and the farmer, so we'll work together to figure out the sales and all that stuff, and he'll work with the farmers to get the amount of produce needed at the right times, which is not, not it's easier said than done. And then the logistical details, he, he's, he's really good with managing the logistics on that. Because like I said, we're not, when we're working with the farmers, we're not going through the distributors. And that's oftentimes the, it just makes things easier logistically to, to work with distributors because they have the trucks, they have the distribution network to get you a lot of vegetables at a time when you need them. And so some extra work is done when we're or is needed when you're working directly with the farmers. And then my dad is, he's still involved. He writes blogs and does interviews every now and then, but he's retired from medicine and he's writing books and doing other things. What are some challenges that you guys have faced with this business? The challenge is probably effectively communicating the value proposition because we don't hide the fact that our 
products are uh, more costly or more expensive than others. But I think there's a good reason for that. And when you taste the difference, you taste the quality and then understand the everything that goes on to this from sourcing directly from small beyond organic farms and then doing the proper production processing. There's a lot that goes into that. That's probably the most difficult part and probably why we've never made an attempt to go into brick and mortar retail because it's one thing to be able to have a page on a website and an email and some videos and content explaining why your products are different, why the sourcing matters, why the production process matters. It's one thing to have a a website and something online where something you can look at a video, you can read an article, you can read the product page and all that stuff. It's very different to be on the shelf of a grocery store and try to communicate that entire message on there. The pricing, it is what it is. Like I said, talked about the sourcing, I've talked about the processing. It's very different from these mass-produced big tubs of green stuff that you can get in stores. When I was looking to get this, the products made, when we were doing this all on our own, meaning growing and processing all on our own, I could see that we were sort of running out of room there. We were going to exceed our capacity very quickly. And so I was looking for manufacturing partner or a production partner to work with. And all I found was any number of a few dozen different companies willing to sell me as much powder as I could possibly want. But where were the vegetables grown? Well, some of them were grown in China and we don't really know exactly. Is it organic? Well, probably it says it's organic, but know that for sure. And then how was the what how what was the temperature that you used to dehydrate the vegetables well they couldn't really they didn't really have a good answer for that and well can you pre-blanch or pre-steam the vegetables before they go into the dehydrators well no that's that's not something we do because that would cost more that was a challenge and so communicating all that has been a challenge but i think if you look at the reviews that we have on our products they speak for themselves i'll take the i guess pepsi challenge with our products against the vegetable powders that you can find on Amazon or in stores. But I think what you'll find is the nutrition is there, the flavor is there, the smell is there. I think we make a good vegetable powder. That's, that is a big issue with just sales in general is like the first impression you make with someone is visual. You can have an earthy looking logo, but it doesn't mean that it's actually an organic product. Yeah. Uh, and and I, lots yeah. of brands are doing that. Yeah. It's, it's hard to compete when it's, there's a whole story behind and a lot of determination around the quality of your product. When I would go to these powder manufacturers, I just wasn't happy with any of the answers that they gave me, but would have been the easy route to take, but we never took that route. So a lot of work to build your network, to build your network of farms, to get them to work with you, to get them on your schedule, and then to find a partner that's willing to do all the steps in the process that you need done. But luckily we were able to do that. So it's been a lot of fun. Well, before we wrap this up, I want to give you a chance to kind of tell everyone about your company and how to find you. DrCowan'sGarden.com is where you can find us. Our website, we're on Facebook, Instagram, at Dr. Cowan's Powders on Instagram. So that's a good way to connect with us as well. But basically, we're about making healthy eating easy. So if it's with adding vegetables to your diet with our vegetable powders or the granolas or the meat products or the ghee or any of these things, they're basically the highest quality sourcing with the proper processing. So you know you're getting the best product on the market that's healthy, nutritious, and done properly. It's not going to be anything that you're going to struggle with to digest or anything like that. And it's a way to make your life easier. 
especially when it comes to vegetables. And so that's what we're all about. I encourage people to check out our reviews, give them a try. Thank you so much, Asher. It was great talking to you today. Thanks. You too. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Built on Passion podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you are still listening right now, you need to leave a review. Like seriously, if you are committed enough to listen to the outro, then you must be a fan and we would love to hear your thoughts. Be sure to share this episode with a friend who's thinking about starting a passion project business. And as always, tune in next week for another episode.